Welcome to Alaskwatch, the show all about Bigfoot in the great state of Alaska. I'm your host, Beans Baxter. So lace up your boots, zip up your coat, and come with me on an adventure as we explore all things cryptid in the last frontier. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Want to apologize for no show last month. Uh, got busy with some things and unfortunately for the new um, operating system that my Mac downloaded, uh, apparently Audacity is not supported in the new operating system. So my program that I used to record the podcast uh, wasn't working. Uh, it doesn't work with the new Catalina system that Mac came out with. And um, apparently there is a workaround, but it, it just, I just didn't have time to sit down and figure it out. And um, what I ended up doing is I found out that you can record, I guess, on uh, GarageBand, which is kind of like the built-in Apple uh, audio program, audio studio program. So this is basically... A test run <laughs> like I have never done this before um, I recorded a couple of test takes earlier uh, but as of right now I I don't know what I'm doing I'm recording this on the fly with a program I've never used before other than watching a couple of YouTube tutorials so uh, hopefully this works out um, I don't know I just I, I hate, like any any red-blooded American male, I, I fear change, and this just, I was so unhappy, I, I got so mad about it, I almost just decided to stop doing the podcast, because I just didn't want to learn a new uh, audio program, but uh, anyway, I persevered, uh, you know, I did a little bit of research, and, and here I am, and I think maybe if things work out, I'll just use this one from now on, because uh, I don't see Apple, hopefully they won't stop updating their own program maybe this one will be here for the long haul i won't have to worry about it uh stopping working at some point so anyway here i am uh with december's episode i'm hoping i really am hoping to get another episode recorded this month kind of a holiday special something for you to listen to over the holiday break um don't put a whole lot of faith in that because i'm pretty much, uh, I go back to work tomorrow and I'm working pretty much like, was it 21 or 16 out of the next 21 days or something. Um, people are taking leave because of the holidays and it's just, it's gonna, it's gonna be crazy. So, uh, I can't guarantee that I'm going to get to sit down and record. Plus, you know, I've got to spend time with my family and friends and stuff for the holidays. So I will try to sit down and get something thrown together for the holidays. But, um, I can't promise you anything. Hopefully next year things slow down a little bit in regards to that and I get a chance to record some more and spend more time out in the field. I just feel like in the last couple of months, uh, Bigfooting has just really taken a backseat in my life uh, to work and, and family life and other things. It just seems like I haven't got the time to sit down and you know, listen to podcasts on the subject or read books on the subject or even watch TV shows on the subject. But that being said, uh, today's episode is about a TV show on the subject. Uh, for those of you that don't know, the Travel Channel 
premiered a new show this, just this last Sunday called Expedition Bigfoot. And I had a feeling that the show was coming. Um, I know one of the researchers on the show, Russell Acord, and I've spent some time with him and I've been to the international Bigfoot conference two, two or three times. And, um, I was very disappointed that this year's conference was canceled and he said it was canceled because there was some filming going on and he was kind of being kind of cryptic about it. And I just had a feeling that something was going on, that there was going to be something coming out with him in it or, you know, just the, all signs were kind of pointing to, to something going on with, with Russell and, and Bigfoot so I wasn't, I wasn't overwhelmed with surprise when I found out that he was going to be on Expedition Bigfoot. So, um, you know, I was happy to hear he got the gig. Um, just like anything in the, in the Bigfoot world, you know, there's always a lot of people that are, I don't know, critical of everything that comes out. They're upset. Um, I guess there's some people upset because, you know, they didn't get picked for the show. And, you know, I would love to be on a show like that. But I understand, you know, there's... I can't devote that much time to, to doing something like that because of my day job. And I don't feel comfortable enough, uh, you know, quitting my day job and not having a source of income to pursue something like that. And, you know, that being said, I don't see, I have a hard time selling myself. Um, and that being said, you know, like just, just for an example, there, there was a, um, there was a photograph that was taken on our last expedition to Port Chatham. And it's a picture of me standing on this like cliff, uh, overlooking the water and I'm standing there and I'm, you know, I've got my rain gear and my, my little, uh, Indiana Jones hat on. And I, you know, I've got my shotgun in my hand and I'm kind of looking off in the distance <clears throat> and it's a really cool photo. Well, after we got back and, got to reviewing our footage and photos and stuff. Uh, you know, Steven, Steven major, uh, sent me an email or a text. I don't remember. And was like, this is it sent the photo to me. It was like, this is an outstanding photo. Uh, do you care if I make some posters of this? <laughs> and I, I, my first thought was who in the hell is going to buy a picture of me? <laughs> so, um, I, you know, I told him it was fine. I, I, as far as I know, he hasn't made the posters or sold any, but you know, I just, that was my first thought was who in the hell's going to buy a picture of me. <laughs> so, um, I just have a hard time thinking that I am somebody that people would pay money to see or listen to, you know, this podcast is free and it's free for a reason. Cause I don't think anybody would pay for it, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, I, I have a hard time uh, thinking of myself, in, in that regard is something that somebody would want to pay money to view or to see. So that's kind of why I feel like I'll probably never, you know, get on a show as a regular like that, or as a, you know, like a, a paid gig type of deal, uh, that, and there's a lot of, a lot of things that come with that when you work with, television and television producers. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll kind of get into that a little bit more later as I talk about the show. Uh, but anyway, the description of the show, the show comes on travel channel and I believe it's airing on Sunday nights. Uh, 
Uh, it says an elite team of Sas- Sasquatch specialists journey into the unforgiving Oregon wilderness in search of Bigfoot. The three-week expedition, based on science and expertise, may finally put the elusive beast pull the elusive beast out of the pages of legend and lore into reality. So you know that's a you know it's a pretty cool premise, but uh, honestly, it's it's pretty much the same as a lot of Bigfoot shows. I don't I didn't hear anything in there that I haven't seen attempted before. Um, and here is a little blurb about the host. By the way, this is all on the um, travelchannel.com website. Uh, with a unique blend of expertise, the Expedition Bigfoot team, including Bryce Johnson, Dr. Myra Mayer, Russell Acord, Ronnie LeBlanc, and Ronnie RPG Golombeski, may finally take one of the world's greatest mysteries out of the pages of legend and lore and into reality. Get to know them, no, get to know them all before this incredible once-in-a-lifetime expedition. So I sat down Sunday night and uh, wanted to watch the premiere, the first episode, and it didn't come on till like 9 p.m. Uh, my time on live TV. And um, people were already starting to post about it from the East Coast that had already seen it. And I was getting a little, um, I was getting tired. I kind of wanted to go to bed. And I just on a kind of a lark, I thought, well, you know, I've got the Travel Channel app on my on my Apple TV. I'll just look, see if it's available. And it was. So I was actually able to watch it at um, about 7 o'clock my time, 7 p.m., instead of having to wait till 9 p.m. So that, you know, that helped me out not having to stay up late on a on a um, work night to watch it. And uh, so anyway, to get into the show, you know, it's an hour long show. And uh, I, you know, I went into it pretty much with an open mind. You know, honestly, I don't know that much about the people on the show other than Russell. I know Russell a little bit. Uh, I've read uh, one of his books. I have two of them, uh, but I've only read one. Uh, They're fiction books. And uh, although they, they are pretty good, uh, you know, or the one I read was really good, but it was, you know, it's fiction. So it's, uh, it's, it's an interesting story. I really enjoyed it, but again, you know, it's a fiction book, so it's not real. Um, but some of the things that he writes about, you know, um, in the, in the fiction book are kind of interesting and, you know, takes of, you know, what, I guess some, traits and attributes that he gives to Bigfoot, uh, basically some explanations for their behavior in the book. Um, you know, or just, like I said, cause it's a fiction book, it's pretty much, uh, I guess, uh, it's all speculation on his part, but you know, it's entertaining. It was, it wasn't bad and it was a quick read. So, um, I did enjoy it and I do plan on reading the, the second book that I have. Um, I just haven't got around to it. I don't read quite as much as I used to. Um, but that's on me. Uh, I do plan on buying the third book when it comes out because I believe it's a, a three-part series type book. And uh, the next book that comes out, I think, is going to be, uh, like I said, I think they're kind of like Star Wars are coming out out of order. I believe the first one, the first book that came out is technically the second one. The f- second book that came out is technically the first one. And I don't know where this third one's going to fall in the timeline. So I know, you know, Russell a little bit from uh, talking to him at the, uh, IBC and spending some time with him at the uh, Sasquatch Roundup, the first Sasquatch Roundup we had, where him and Bob Gimlin attended. Uh, but as far as the other people on the program, I do not know at all. Um, Mariah Mayer, I guess she is a 
legit uh, scientist who spent a lot of time in the field. Uh, she had a hand in uh, discovering a new species of, I think it was a lemur or some, some type of, I believe it was some type of small primate or maybe the world's smallest primate. So, you know, she's got some legit uh, science chops um, to her name. And then, you know, as far as the other guys, uh, Ronnie LeBlanc, I, 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 sorry, I don't know him at all. Uh, RPG, Ryan Golomboski, Besky. Uh, I don't know him. Bryce Johnson. I don't, I mean, I don't know any of these guys and I'm not quite sure, uh, what they've been involved with. I know one of them has a podcast. I can't remember which one it is. Uh, so, you know, these guys, uh, somehow or another, they landed, uh, the show with, with Russell and I, I'm not sure where they're from. I know Russell is from Washington, so he's not too far from Oregon where they're where their area is that they're on the show here, but I'm not sure about the other two guys. I don't know if they're from around there or not. I'd be curious to kind of know where they come from, um, you know, geographically. So I sat down and watched the show. Uh, my thoughts on the show are, are mostly positive. Um, they're, the show kind of starts out uh, with Russell getting some thermal footage and then it, goes backwards in time to the beginning of the expedition. So, uh, that was, that was kind of interesting. And I don't know if the footage they show, it looks like some thermal, like FLIR type footage. And I don't know if what they showed us at the beginning is the actual footage or if they just showed that kind of to get our interest peaked. And then they're going to show us the actual footage later on. Uh, there, excuse me. There were some interesting, camera tricks that were used uh, when showing the footage. And by that, I mean, so we see Russell looking at the, at the, the viewfinder or the uh, screen of the device and it's on a tripod and it is like completely, it's steady. It's not moving. It's, you know, it, it's a mounted device on a tripod and you can see the display. But then when they show the footage of the FLIR footage or the FLIR signature, like it's bouncing around like somebody's holding it, you know, and they're moving. And and I'm pretty sure that's just a camera bouncing around. It's not the actual screen bouncing around. So I think they probably did that to, I don't know, make the footage harder to see. Uh, so I kind of thought that was annoying. And, you know, just knowing some of the tricks and, and stuff that they can em employ on things like that, it, uh, it kind of annoyed me because I know I knew they were doing it on purpose and they're not really doing it. Uh, they're either doing it for two reasons. They're doing it for dramatic effect or they're doing it so you can't get a good look at the footage. Um, so both of those reasons, in my opinion, are kind of fucking stupid. Because if they're doing it to purposely skew the footage or the 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 thermal image, then they're probably not very happy with it or it's not very convincing, you know, and they're just doing it to get your interest. So I, I continued on, I kept watching the show. Uh, you know, I watched all of them come together. Uh, they don't say where the area is, but supposedly it's 90,000 acres somewhere in Oregon and uh, very, very, very beautiful place. Very pretty. Uh, I haven't spent a lot of time in Oregon. I've never went uh, 
never went squatching there, but, uh, I'd like to someday. And, um, I really felt that, uh, I mean, they just get into it. Like they're, they're there, they're there to look for Bigfoot. There's not a lot of, um, explanation or, uh, speculation or even, you know, like they don't even tell you basically, they're just like, we're here, we're looking for Bigfoot, the end. They don't go into any possible theories. They don't go into the researchers, you know, like, oh, I think it's a flesh and blood, you know, undiscovered ape. I think it's, you know, a, a ghost or, you know, a Nephilim or something like that. They just, they, and I'm thinking maybe some of that's going to come out in later episodes. But uh, as far as this first episode goes, I mean, they just got right into it. They showed up, they got their little uh, tents set up, and then uh, they went out looking. And they did not spend a whole lot of time explaining to people. And I guess they figure at this point, if you're watching a show called Expedition Bigfoot, you're probably familiar with a lot of the different theories around Bigfoot and a lot of the descriptions of Bigfoot and all that kind of stuff. So they don't spend a whole lot of time going into the lore and legends of Bigfoot. They pretty much hit the ground running and beginning their expedition. So the coolest thing that I thought about the first episode, the thing that really, in my opinion, makes the episode or the show stand out above um, other shows of its ilk, I suppose, is they brought in, uh, it, it was a novel idea. It was probably the first time I've ever heard of anybody doing this. Uh, I'm not saying that, you know, maybe they didn't get the idea from somebody else, but it was pretty cool as they brought in some drones with LIDAR capabilities to map the area that they were in. And I was not aware of this, but I guess LIDAR can penetrate the force canopy to map the ground. And using that, they found some game trails and some areas of interest that they wanted to check out on foot. And I thought that was that was probably, in my opinion, the best part of the episode. And especially where they're showing the mapping capabilities of the uh, LIDAR drones. It was really cool. And really, um, in my opinion, innovative. I thought, man, this is like something nobody's probably ever done before. So that was, in my opinion, probably the best part of the episode was the technology that they implemented. Um, and that was just the first episode. So I'm really excited to see what they do in the future uh, as far as interesting or innovative technology that they bring out into the field. You know, there's always, it seems like there's things out there that exists that people haven't quite had the thought of how to implement it into a certain field. For example, you know, uh, drones, when they first came out, <clears throat> it was kind of a fun toy. Um, people just played with them and would fly around and, you know, take uh, footage of things. And then uh, it got to the point where people started implementing them professionally and uh, real estate people started using drone shots of houses to give you a look at the property. And now, you know, firefighters are using drones to map fires and fire lines. And, you know, it's kind of drone grown from a hobby, almost like uh, model airplane or not model airplanes, but uh, RC airplanes or something like that. And it's kind of grown into a profession or, you know, a, a commercial use for drones. And, one of the most innovative things I've ever seen a drone use for is, you know, the, the offshore drilling rigs 
the the drill, drilling rigs that set out in the ocean. Well, they can use drones to fly over the edge of those things and inspect the pipes and the equipment that are, you know, hanging off the edge of these things. That way they don't have to put somebody's life at risk to climb out there and actually look at it. They can just send a drone over to inspect it. And the people that fly the drones that do that, you know, make a lot of money and it's a really growing and innovative business. And that just, I thought that was so clever when I heard about it, you know, it's like, why didn't I think of something like that? You know, think of the, one of the first guys that ever, you know, thought to do that. That was probably pretty cool. He probably had a drone that he bought, you know, for recreation and was like, you know, I could just send this drone over there to look at that pipe and I don't have to crawl out over the ocean to do it. So, um, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. You know, I'm, I'm really excited to see what kind of technology and equipment that they can utilize to look for Bigfoot that you might not really associate with being able to look for Bigfoot or really, you know, any kind of animal. And I can't wait to see what's next, what they, what they come up with as far as innovative technologies to use in their expedition for Bigfoot. So there's supposed to be eight episodes. Uh, they've already aired one episode, so I guess that leaves seven episodes left. Not sure. I think um, I might be out of town when the last episode airs. I don't know if I'm going to be able to see it or not. But you know, I'll, uh, I'll I'll keep it. I'll keep an eye on the show. I want to watch more of it. Although I do think uh, you know the show does have some problems. It does have some you know similarities to other Bigfoot shows. But you know, I've said it a million times. If you filmed, I mean, if you literally filmed, um, you know, Bigfooting, for real Bigfooting, nobody would watch it because it would be so boring. It would just be, you know, a couple people going out in the woods and setting and, you know, maybe they'd see a few deer or a few, you know, unique animals. But it's it's a lot like um, a lot of things like, you know, when you watch cops on TV, uh you know, that, that film crew filmed, you know, hundreds of hours to make that half hour episode. And, you know, there's only 20 or 30 minutes of good, you know, usable footage out of those hundreds of hours. It's the same thing with Bigfooting. You know, you can film hundreds of thousands of hours of, um, of footage, but only a small fraction of it's going to be interesting or, you know, exciting to watch. So that's kind of one of my problems with the show is the producers, you know, uh, Russell and R RGB and, or RB is it RBG or RGB RGB or PG um, Russell. And, you know, those guys, you know, they may be a hundred percent, you know, all about looking for Bigfoot, but at the end of the day, like a lot of shows, you know, it's not Russell and, the team that are editing the show and putting it together. It's, you know, producers and editors and people that want to get ratings and they're going to put the show together in a way that they feel is exciting. And they're not, you know, they're not big footers. They're not people that have a huge encyclopedic knowledge of the subject. They're TV people, uh, you know, and, Another example I'll give you is in the first episode, um, Dr. Mayer and RBG, 
I think it's RPG, go out and um, they find, you know, a possible track and they're talking about the track, but we never really see it. Like the cameraman never just stands over on top of the track and films down looking at the track to give us the viewer uh, an idea of what they're, what they're, they're seeing and they're looking at. So I don't know if that was a choice that was made because, you know, it was a poor track and it didn't, you know, maybe they felt that if people saw it, they wouldn't uh, get excited about it. Or if it was just an editing thing, I, I don't know. But that's the kind of thing I'm talking about where, you know, these shows are put together by people that really, you know, at the end of the day, they don't care about the subject. They care about ratings. And I think that's the downfall of a lot of Bigfoot shows. And if you, you know, if you go back and listen to, uh, Cliff uh, Barackman talk about finding Bigfoot. You know they had a lot of disputes with the producers and the crew over the show because they wanted it to be more. They wanted it to be something that it wasn't. And you know it's hard. Like I said, it's hard to get exciting footage of Bigfooting. Um, you know you can film for hours and hours and hours and get you know maybe a couple of minutes worth of something that somebody would want to look at. But don't get me wrong. I enjoy the show. I'm going to keep watching it. <clears throat> it's just frustrating that uh, there's not that many shows on the subject uh, right now. And, you know, or not, I guess there's not that many legitimate shows where you have actual teams like this with doctors and, and people that are into the subject going out who are legitimate, you know, legitimate researchers or legitimately into the subject, uh, you know, their goal is not to be on TV or to make money. They want to actually find Bigfoot, but then you get the producers and the editors involved and it kind of devolves into something that, uh, you know, it just, uh, doesn't present the subject to the public, uh, in, in an accurate light. So anyway, I, you know, I recommend the show. I, I definitely think, uh, that it's probably the best, the best thing on Bigfoot that's on right now. Uh, I don't think there's a whole lot of shows uh, that are about Bigfoot that are, that are airing like new episodes right now. Um, I think the only thing that may still be on that's even remotely Bigfoot related is maybe mountain monsters or something like that. And I just, you know, I think that shows kind of like prof the professional wrestling of, uh, of cryptid research, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting and it's fun, but, uh, it's just, you know, at the end of the day, it's just not real. So, you know, check it out, you know, don't be a hater. Um, you know, like I said, there's definitely things about the show that I don't care for. Uh, but if I get to see new Bigfoot stuff on TV, Hey, it's a plus, you know, that stuff with the LIDAR, you know, that blew my mind and it's, it's good. I think it's good for the subject. It, get, it might get some people out there to thinking. it might get some people, um, some gears grinding and some people to come up with an idea that actually makes some progress in the field. So, you know what? Don't be a hater. Um, it's new and it's something that, uh, has never been done before to my knowledge. So, uh, enjoy it for what it is. If you've got the time, sit down and watch it. If you don't, and you know, you think it's silly, don't worry about it. You know, it's not hurting you. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this overview of Expedition Bigfoot. Uh, you know, give, give it a try. Uh, let me know what you think about it. Uh, I thought I'd get on here and, 
and give my two cents on the show. And like I said, I know Russ. Um, I think that uh, anything that he's involved with is probably, you know, it's going to be of better quality. I'm not saying that it's the best out there or that it's going to be the best or anything like that. But I don't necessarily think Russ would get involved with something that he didn't think was going to be successful. So, you know, give it a shot. Give it a try. Uh, Don't hate on it just because you're not on it. (laughs) Just uh, enjoy it for what it is. So with that being said, guys, uh, I'm going to get off here. Hopefully I will be seeing you guys or talking to you guys again um, around the holidays or right before the holidays. Hopefully I can sit down and record something. If you guys have any recommendations for the holiday show, let me know. I'm kind of leaning toward uh, something that's not necessarily Bigfoot related. You know, maybe some uh, a show about the Lake Iliamna monster or maybe something about uh, other Alaska cryptids. I don't know. Uh, I'm just kind of in the planning phases right now. Um, maybe we'll do another uh, story episode and I'll do one about uh, the Thomas Bay story or uh, the the woman that got abducted on her honeymoon. I think we've talked about that one on, on here before. I don't know. I'll uh, have to think about it and, and decide and hopefully have the time to sit down and record it. So anyway, guys, uh, my name is Beans Baxter. I appreciate you listening. Uh, you can shoot me an email at alaskwatch at gmail.com. Uh, you can find me on the Facebook, on the Alaskwatch Facebook. You can also like my research page, the Kenai Bigfoot Research Group. Uh, you can go over there and um, see some of the footage and stuff that I've got over the years. Uh, I've got some pretty cool trail camera footage of some moose and other Alaskan animals. And there's also some FLIR footage of um, some uh, animals on there. I got some really cool footage recently. A couple of weeks ago, I got out in the field and got uh, footage of a owl sitting in a tree. So that was pretty cool. So you can see all that on the um, Kenai Bigfoot Research Group Facebook page. So uh, give me a shout. Give me a, a like on the social medias. And um, I will see you guys hopefully in about a couple of weeks with a holiday episode. If not, I will see you hopefully in January with a regular episode. So good night. Be safe out there. And uh, have a good one. Happy holidays, everybody.